Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Next Generation. I'm your host, Jenna Norman, and I'm coming to you from upstate New York. Um, shockingly, here in upstate New York, it's about 60 degrees outside and the sun is shining, which is very, very odd for us in the middle of February. But um, I've been just like running around with a hoodie on. Like, this is really warm weather for us. I know you Southern people probably think this is still freezing, but it is absolutely gorgeous outside. Um, so that is fantastic. I'll take it. And I hope that it's like this the rest of the winter because I just, I hate the snow. It's cold and depressing. And this weather just puts you in a fantastic mood. Um, so I hope you guys all had a great week. Man, a lot has happened over the last couple days. Um, today I'm going to talk about uh, pet vaccines, um, like vaccines for your dogs, cats, etc. Um, Tucker Carlson interviewed Vladimir Putin. Um, I've got news on the border bill, um, some bunch of stuff on Joe Biden. I know I don't usually talk about Joe Biden because everything Democrat Joe Biden is just a shit show. So I just don't really feel like reporting too much on anything that has to do with the Democrats because they just suck. Um, and that's not my side of the aisle. But um, some big Biden news that kind of took over the the airwaves the past couple of days. Um, I think I mentioned the border bill stuff. And then we got a bunch of stuff on Trump and his court cases and just some random craziness. And then if we have time, I'll talk about what's going on in the airline industry. Um, but before we jump into the news today, I want to tell my mom and dad to have a very, very happy 45th wedding anniversary. Their anniversary is Wednesday on Valentine's Day. And uh, we're going out, uh, our whole, the whole family is going out to dinner tonight. So that'll be a ton of fun. Um, my parents are married on Valentine's Day. My aunt and uncle were married on Valentine's Day. And my grandparents were married on Valentine's Day. Um, really cute, cute tradition. Thank God my sister is the one that screwed that up for, for the rest of the family. It was the first one to screw it up because I did not want to get married in February. So thank you to my sister for stopping that tradition. I did not want to get married in the dead of winter. <laughs> um, what else is going on this week? Um, I've actually felt kind of under the weather. Um, there's just so much sickness out there, and I work in a hospital, so I'm exposed to it on a daily basis. Um, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily sick. I'm definitely fighting something off because I kind of get a little chills or I get really, really hot and I'm tired, but I'm still able to function and do like my normal daily activities. Um, and thank you to my doctor, Dr. Jack Kunkel out in New Hartford. He's an alternative medical doctor. Um, he keeps me able to just fight stuff off and not totally get super sick like everyone else. Um, I just saw him on Wednesday. We had a really great conversation and he's got me all set with all my supplements and stuff. So I expect to be back to normal very, very soon. Um, so if you need, if you're looking for a um, you know, a way to stay healthy in a doc that will actually listen to you and get to the root problem. Um, he does do virtual appointments as well. It's Dr. Jack Kunkel, and he's out in New Hartford, alternative um, holistic medicine. He is fantastic, believes in the Lord. Um, we just, we have a great session every time I talk to him. Um, so I'm so thankful for him. Um, anything else? I don't think so. Um, all right, so we'll start off with talking about uh, pet vaccines. I'm sure by now you all know that I'm a pretty big anti-vaxxer. I don't mind being labeled an anti-vaxxer because I don't like vaccines. So whatever, I don't care about the label. Um, but that applies to pet vaccines too. Um, pet vaccines are kind of, I don't know if you could say they're worse than the human vaccines, but they're just as bad. They all, they're all bad. Um, we stopped vaccinating our pets probably seven, eight years ago. Um, my husband had heard a couple horror stories and then I had a really good friend. Um, she had a pug puppy that she took in to get his, um, I don't know if it was like eight month vaccine, whatever. Um, he was a puppy. He went in to get his vaccines on the vaccine schedule and they brought him home and he had an anaphylactic reaction and he passed away. Um, so after that, you know, I was like, no, no, no. I started looking into the pet vaccines too. And we actually had to leave our vet clinic that we were going to because they refused to see us um, 
without having our dogs uh, up to date on the vaccine schedule. Um, I have now found a new vet that I love. He does not force us to get any of the vaccines. Um, and my dogs are healthy. They're like dogs for some reason, not for some reason, it's the vaccines. But if you've noticed, dogs are very sick. Like people's pets get these crazy cancers. And I'm sure it's not just the vaccines. It's what they're exposed to as well, like toxic cleaners and laundry soap and all that kind of stuff. But vaccines are a huge factor on why dogs are so prone to cancer and all these other weird diseases that dogs should just not be getting. You know, um, they don't need they don't need all this stuff. So I'm just going to run down a little bit about pet vaccines for you. Um, pet vaccines have toxic additives, including aluminum formaldehyde and MSG, uh, which aluminum causes inflammation, formaldehyde is a carcinogenic, and MSG is a neurotoxin. Um, these additives cause side effects like seizures, cancer, autoimmune diseases, asthma, diabetes, um, MS, arthritis, and even death. In a recent study, aluminum was linked to cancer in cats. The study shows a rate of 1 in 1,000 cats could get cancer from the vaccine. Um, a vaccine the vaccine dose doesn't fit the dog or cat. So whether your dog is a 100-pound Great Dane or a 5-pound Chihuahua, the vaccines are a one-size-fits-all. This means the smaller your dog, the higher risk you have of vaccine damage. Um, dogs do not need a kennel cough vaccine. Um, according to honest veterinary experts, the so-called kennel cough is not so dangerous as contagious as it's made out to be. It's like a cold among humans. Um, so it's just a cold that your dogs can get. Um, the vaccine is also likely to be ineffective. There are over 40 or more pathogens or viral strains that can create kennel cough, but the vaccine only contains two strains. Um, when administering vaccines in cats, uh, most veterinarians give injections in the tail or below the elbow or knee joint in, in the leg because cats develop cancer at the vaccination site and the, these parts of the cats are easier to amputate. Um, so long story short, do not vaccinate your dogs or cats. There are vets out there that are aware of this, kind of like there's very few um, medical expert or medical doctors out there that no, we shouldn't be vaccinating kids at the rate we do. Um, so just FYI, do your research about that as well and try to find a vet that will not make you vaccinate your animals. Um, there's been my public service announcement for today. All right. The Tucker and Putin stuff. So Tucker Carlson went to Russia to interview Vladimir Putin. Um, I don't really have a strong opinion on this either way. Um, but some people are calling Tucker a traitor, and now the EU wants to arrest him or sanction him. They're saying Tucker is assisting Putin. Um, I don't know. I think a journalist should be able to interview whoever they want, go wherever they want. You know, that, that's their journalist. Um, and I honestly think this whole Ukraine thing is a big money laundering scheme. So you have all these people, mostly people on the left, that are up in arms that Tucker is giving airtime to Putin, but Ukraine is just as corrupt. But, you know, we've been fed this narrative where we have to support Ukraine. So it, it's just so stupid. Um, so I don't, and also I don't think Vladimir Putin is a good guy. Like I'm not shaking my pom-poms for him. I'm not on Russia's side per se. I just don't believe that well, okay, so the government tells us that we need to hate Putin. Um, when the government tells me to do something, I do the opposite. So there's a reason why, you know, we had the whole Russian hoax thing with Donald Trump, and then the U.S. takes the side of Ukraine. It's all very sketchy. Like I don't think I don't think Putin is like a beacon of freedom and a great leader or whatever. But he's got more marbles than Joe Biden. Let's just put it that way. Um, anyways, so I didn't watch the whole interview. It's two hours long, but there is a clip that stuck out to me, and he's talking about the war with Ukraine. And I'm going to play this video for you. And I apologize. Uh, last podcast I did. The audio was a little funky. I think I was holding my phone too close to the microphone. So we're going to try this again. All right. Hold on. So he has an interpreter 
Do the United States need this? What for? Thousands of miles away from your national territory. Don't you have anything better to do? You have issues on the border, issues with migration, issues with the national debt, more than $33 trillion. You have nothing better to do, so you should fight in Ukraine? Wouldn't it be better to negotiate with Russia, make an agreement, already understanding the situation that is developing today, realizing that Russia will fight for its interests to the end? And realizing this, actually return to common sense, start respecting our country and its interests, and look for certain solutions. It seems to me that this is much smarter and so do the unit. He's absolutely correct. Uh, we should be, the U.S. should be focusing on U.S. problems, our own issues, and not funding wars on the other side of the planet. Um, there's some takeaways from the interview. Um, this is, I don't know, I guess Tucker's interview has like over 100 million views. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like we just need to stop meddling in other people's business and folk. We have enough problems here at home. You know, that's pretty much my takeaway is I agree with Putin. Stay in your own lane. Like we need to get out of this and stop funding, giving money to Ukraine. It's just crazy. Um, so takeaways of the interview. Putin knows way too much history. He went on this big, long um, explanation of Russian history and all this stuff. He's a very intelligent person, put it that way. But um, Putin is operating on an intellectual plane far above every U.S. Um, politician, probably except for a couple like Massey and DeSantis. Um, Putin appears to want cooperation, but the West d does not. Um, Putin does not want to invade Poland or take over the world. Putin is not the deranged warmonger the MSM describes him to be. Putin is well aware of the deep state and recognizes the CIA as nefarious. So, I mean, he's right. Um, I was hoping to see Putin go into detail of the degeneration of our Western society and gender insanity because Russians actually believe in science, that there's two genders, and they think that all of this crazy trans nonsense that we have going on in our country is just insane. And he's right. Um, I think that would have resonated more with the American people who still um, have some brain cells left. And let's see. Um, I also want Tucker to ask Putin about the biolabs in Ukraine. Um, maybe that would have dug up too much stuff. I don't know, but... Supposedly, that's one of the reasons why Putin invaded Ukraine, because there there's these bioweapons labs in Ukraine, um, and those are very dangerous, and Putin wants to destroy them. We're going to get into a little bit more about the people that don't like Putin um, and why that's important. Um, so anyone who watches this interview would objectively have to agree that Putin is not the monster that we're told. Negotiations can be made if there's competency from the United States leadership, which we don't have. Um, maybe this will change the perception of Russia, but probably not. Um, I don't know. Um, there's a different point of view from this guy clandestine on Twitter. I'm going to kind of read you what he has to say. Um, I kind of agree with him, and I feel like this is worth mentioning. So he says, as someone who's been trying to get everyone on board the Putin-Russia train for years, I'm euphoric right now. Um, I'm not euphoric about this, but just roll with this. Um, because I know what's about to happen to the people who watch the interview. Because the same thing happened to me. The first time I heard Putin speak, he sounded very reasonable. He believes in traditional family values. He believes in Western society is a flailing cesspool of perversion and gender insanity. And he's right. He is sharp, intelligent, direct, no nonsense, and he's not afraid to call out globalism, corruption, widespread pedophilia, Satanism, and bioweapon production. Objectively, he is far more impressive than any politician we have in America, which is, com which is currently a complete circus. He is logical and calm. He plainly expresses that he does not view the United States or her people as his enemy, but rather the corrupt establishment who has taken over the United States. Then it hit me. 
Putin is the enemy of the deep state. Once you realize this and start viewing all the world events from this perspective, everything starts to click. What if Russia are telling the what if Russia is telling the truth? What if US and NATO are the bad guys? Um, that makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Um, and also, this is a list of people that do not like Putin. Jeffrey Epstein, Marina Abramovic. I may try that again. She's the crazy Satanist lady. Marina Abramovic, the Rothschilds, Klaus Schwab, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, George Soros, Justin Trudeau, um, Ukraine, every establishment, U.S. politician, and the mainstream media. So is the enemy of my enemy my friend? There's a reason why all these people don't like Putin. I don't know. It's just something to think about, guys. I'm I'm not like jumping on the the Vladimir Putin Russia train, but draw your own conclusions. Definitely makes you take pause and start asking some questions, right? Um, all right. Moving on to our uh, brain dead president. So the special counsel report on Biden's classified documents scandal uh, dropped Thursday. So it says, President Joe Biden willfully retained and disclosed highly classified materials while a private citizen, while he was a private citizen, including documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan and other sensitive national security matters, according to the Justice Department report. However, no criminal charges are warranted against him or anyone else, the special counsel report stated. They also reported that Biden has significant memory issues. He did not remember when he was vice president or when his son Bo died. They also said, we have also considered that at trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Even more disturbing, as they stated, Biden would look or Biden would lack a mental state of will, willfulness necessary to prosecute. So basically, they are saying that he is unfit to stand trial, that he's guilty of this, but he's unfit to stand trial. So if he's not mentally capable of standing trial, how the hell can he be our president? Right. Like, <laughs> so hours after this report came out, they announced that Biden is going to address the nation. And that went as about as good as you'd expect. He fumbled and mumbled. He confused the president of Mexico with the um, is it president or prime minister of Egypt. I don't even know. Not my job to know. I'm not the president. Um, he mixed that up completely, slurred over his words as usual. I mean, if you don't know that Biden has freaking dementia by now, then you probably have dementia because it is so blatantly obvious. Um, so did they do this on purpose? Did they march him out there in front of the public? Like normally he doesn't, he calls a lid on his presidency at like 11 o'clock in the morning because he has sundowners that can't function after lunch. Um, they trotted him out in front of everyone at like seven o'clock at night. And it was just horrific. It was terrible. Dementia people yell and get very angry very quickly. And he does it all the time. Um, so are they going to use the 25th Amendment to get rid of him? No idea. I kind of think they did this on purpose and they're going to use the 25th Amendment to get rid of him. And this was like their their way of getting rid of him, this uh, report from the DOJ. But who knows? I don't know. Um, when you have Biden's own Department of Justice saying that he's too feeble and dementia ridden to stand trial, it isn't exactly a win. The Democrats are setting the stage to replace him with someone much younger who doesn't have all the baggage and that's going to hurt them, hurt the Republicans in the swing states. I believe this is a trap and we are walking right into it. Um, so I'm going to read you this to do to do if I can find it. Um, is this it? Hold on, please. I need a better way of like organizing my information here. <laughs> I'm not very organized. So sorry. It says people are asking me what I suggest we do if and when the Dems use Biden's own DOJ report to replace um, Biden with a younger candidate who doesn't have a bunch of voter alienating baggage that will kill him in the swing states. I suggest nothing. There's nothing to suggest. The GOP picked its course. Now we're stuck with the cost of that decision. This is a reap what you have sown stage of events. 
Somebody said I sound black-pilled. Nope. On the contrary, I'm actually hopeful that enough of my people will learn to not be this fucking stupid, gullible, unprincipled, and illogical again in the future. Lots of people think the new candidate will be Newsom. Possibly. I don't know. Personally, I kind of doubt it. Um, that I doubt that it'll be anybody with a controversial record. The Democrats will probably play it safe and run someone most of America hasn't even heard of. They just need to not be obviously batshit crazy and not 80. Um, and then we've got real problems on our hands. Uh, we've definitely got real problems on our hands. Um, this is why we should have went with DeSantis. DeSantis has all of his brain cells firing on all cylinders. He's intelligent. He gets results. It, but no, we went with freaking Donald Trump, which half this country hates and they will vote for a literal vegetable over Donald Trump, no matter who the vegetable is. You know, we're we're screwed. You know, y'all should have listened to us DeSantis supporters for Pete's sakes. Okay, on to this disaster border bill. Luckily, the disaster border bill did not get passed, um, but it was a total of $118 billion, $60 billion for Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel, $20 billion for the border, and there was a bunch of other nonsense. Now, $60 billion for Ukraine and only $20 billion for our own border. Like, that right there, just hard no. This is so stupid. Um, we need a standalone border bill. Um we actually don't even need a bill at all. The laws the laws are already on the books, but Biden just refuses to enforce them. Um, or whoever's pulling Biden's strings refuses to enforce them. Um, we're being psyoped into believing that our legislature needs to pass a massive spending bill in order to grant the country permission to defend its own border. This is how crazy this is, you guys. To be able to defend our own border, we need this omnibus spending bill where we're sending billions and billions of dollars to other countries who want to investigate, um, you know, the mating habits of sunfish that have transgender problems. And this is so fucking stupid. Our whole country's stupid. I was just talking to my husband about we're literally living in idiocracy. It's idioc idiocracy 1984, like Groundhog Day, like we get three movies wrapped into one Groundhog Day, idiocracy, and then, you know, the 1984 it just, it's terrible. It just keeps getting worse and it just repeats itself over and over and over. Like, when is this crap going to stop? Oh my gosh. Um, so, but now we have uh, the Senate who has passed a 95 billion foreign aid bill for Ukraine, Israel, Gaza, and Taiwan without any border provisions. Like, this is just disgusting, straight up money laundering. Like, when are people going to wake up and realize that our freaking government hates us? They hate us. They want us to live in third world country conditions. And we're just supposed to be okay with this. I, I don't know what it's going to take for people to understand that they're doing this to us on purpose. Like they want this to happen to us. They want us to be poor. They want us dependent on the system. And there's so many people out there that literally have no freaking idea what is even going on. Like they're just living their little lives. You know, maybe that maybe maybe it'd be better if it is that way. You would have no idea what's going on and what's happening. But I don't know. I know. So I just look at these these. I guess you can call them normies. These normies have no freaking idea what's coming. Uh, just, I kind of feel bad for um, my coworkers think I'm crazy because me and my husband are preppers and, you know, we have all this food and guns and ammo and, you know, we're, <laughs> we're prepared, but there's so many people that aren't. Um, and no, you're not getting my food. Um, all right. Moving right along. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay. So the federal appeals court has ruled that Trump does not have immunity in the January 6th case and that he can be prosecuted for election interference. Um, so this is very bad for Trump, but the Qberts, the QAnon retards, and the MAGA cult think that this is just part of the plan and somehow setting a precedent that other presidents like Biden, Obama, Clinton will not have immunity, will all be charged for their treasonous crimes. Like they're literally celebrating 
that Trump doesn't have immunity because they think somehow that Biden and Obama and all these people are going to get prosecuted. Like, wake up. This is, there's no plan. There's no plan. No, they're just going after Trump, which I think Trump's part of all this shit too. Like, and this is just one big facade to keep people just complacent, thinking that Trump's going to save the world. Like, just stop listening to this Q shit. I just saw, oh my gosh, um, I took a screenshot of this. Um, oh, I completely, completely forgot to mention my, um, the two week fast with my church. I'll, I'll get back to that. Um, boop, boop, boop. okay. So this dumb, dumb on Twitter. So this is going back to the Putin and Tucker interview. He says 17 seconds into the interview with Tucker Carlson and Putin, Putin takes off his black leather watch and places it on the table next to a pen. Now take a look at QDrop 2647, which has a picture of a black leather watch and a pen. It says the clock is ticking. Follow the watch. Is the time relevant? Is it the date? Nothing happens by accident. Dun, dun, dun. No, you people are a bunch of fucking morons. You're a bunch of fucking morons. Like there's nothing happening. I just, I'm sorry. Y'all are just part of the problem. Okay. Sorry. Off on a tangent. All right. Um, so they, they say the storm is coming. Um, I'm sorry. These people are just dumb, but nothing's going to happen to Biden, Obama, or Clinton. Like nothing is going to happen to them guys. Like you got to get it out of your brains. These people are never going to be held accountable for anything. Um, but they're going to get Trump or at least make it look like they're getting Trump. Um, so these, there's all these lawyers and these constitutional experts that are saying, you know, there's no case against Trump because blah, blah, blah. Um, we don't follow laws here, guys, anymore. With, there's no laws. There's no constitution. Like, we very rarely follow the constitution anymore in our country. We very rarely follow the laws. The courts are all corrupt. Um, there's two different justice systems for people on the right and people on the left. When you've got illegal immigrants or what migrants, immigrants, whatever, beating up NYPD officers, and then they get off with zero bail and can flip off the cameras and just walk away and then go steal and assault and just keep doing whatever without any repercussions. But then you have this Marine on the subway who took down this guy who was harassing people and threatening them he is probably going to get like life in prison. Like it's two different justice systems, guys. If you're on the right, you can't do shit. If you're on the left or say you're illegal, you can do whatever the hell you want to. I mean, this is just, the, this is the way it is now. This is just the way it is. And I don't know what it's going to take to fix it. I'm, I don't know how to fix it. Um, I'm just trying to keep my head down so I don't spend life in prison for trying to freaking defend myself. Um, Anyways, moving on. Sorry, I keep getting off on a lot of tangents today. I got some pent up anger. So on the surface, this appears to be, you know, a good day for Trump. Um, kind of, I guess. Um, I don't know. The He basically can stay on the Colorado ballot. It appears to be so far. But um, so it appears to be a good day for Trump. Trump is making the comparison to his documents case. However, I would suggest that everyone read the indictments in the Trump documents case and look at the charges. Digging deeper, Trump is still in a lot of trouble due to his actions that he and others took when the documents were requested to be returned. This is one of the differences in the Trump versus Biden case. The other difference is that Trump has the excuse that he was president and has the ability to declassify and take these documents. Biden does not have that argument. Biden's saving grace is he's apparently too old and senile to charge. There are some disagreements with Trump's argument that, that he can wave a magic wand and the docs can be disclassified. I believe this to be partially true, but there is still a follow-up process to actually declassify the documents. And if the process never happens, the documents are still classified, especially if Trump cannot produce proof he ordered them declassified. I don't buy Trump's PRA argument, as the PRA says, agency records are not presidential records. Um, it will be interesting to see how this plays out should his lawyers present this as a defense. At the end of the day, Biden should have been charged, as should have uh, uh, former President Clinton. 
as you and I would have definitely been charged for this. As for Trump, he's still in in a serious bind, and I would not take a victory lap just yet. Um, he's going to get convicted of something. He's going to spend all this entire election season fighting in the courts and not campaigning and he's going to get trounced by whoever they replace Biden with. So we're fucked. Um, all right. Trump called for an end to the boycott of Bud Light. Let me read you this because he's a moron. Trump says on Truth Social, the Bud Light ad ad was a mistake of epic proportions. He's referring to the Dylan Mulvaney crap. Um, And for that, a very big price was paid. But Anheuser-Busch is not a woke company, but I can give you plenty that are. Um, He's building a list. He might just release it for the world to see. We all know who the woke companies are. Like, this is not some big secret. Um, It says, why not? The radical left does it uh, viciously to well-run conservative companies and people. Very nasty, but this is the way they play the game. On the other hand, Anheuser-Busch spends $700 million a year with our great farmers, employs 65,000 Americans, which 1,500 are veterans, and is the founding corporate partner of Folds of Honor, which provides scholarships to families for fallen servicemen and women. Um, he says, we should be going after the, the woke companies that are looking to destroy America. Um, he destroyed America when he shut down the country for COVID. So there's that. But um, so why did he come out in favor of Bud Light? Well, because a lobbyist for Anheuser-Busch is hosting a fundraiser for Donald Trump next month. And the tickets are selling for $10,000 each. Um, so much for Trump not being able to be bought, right? He was just bought. So was Dana White. So was Kid Rock. All these people that are now coming out in favor of Bud Light or supporting Bud Light it's because they were given money, not because they have any freaking principles. Um, the Bud Light boycott was the most effective protest from the right in history. And as soon as Trump truthed his support for them, all the MAGA morons flip-flopped. They're all like, go now and buy myself a case of Bud Light. You know, go ahead. Go go drink your stupid Bud Light and support the transgender agenda. And us with principled conservative beliefs will not. Plus it sucks. Bud Light sucks. Um, but they do whatever their dear leader says without question. And it's just laughable to watch them flip flop back and forth. So many, like if Trump came out today and said, you know what? I think we need to boycott Bud Light. They suck. All these people would come out and be like, I'm going to go shoot up my case of Bud Light. You know, Trump told me to, um, I just can't, I just can't, you know, stand for something in your life. Stop being so wishy-washy. Um, Okay, so also Trump challenged Joe Biden to a debate on Dan Bongino's show. Could you imagine those two old old kooks up there debating each other? Good Lord. Um, Biden is refusing, of course, and Trump supporters and Con Inc. are all up in arms saying Biden has to debate Donald Trump. Well, where were you all when Trump refused to debate DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Vivek? And Trump still refuses to debate Bobby Kennedy Jr., so enough of this dishonest bullshit, you know, there, I, I just, I can't, I can't, this is why I will never vote Trump again. I can't with this, with this nonsense. Um, Biden has zero obligation to debate Donald Trump. Trump set the president of dodging debates, so he doesn't get to be a hypocrite about it now. Um, but of course, of course, you know, the cult will just make excuses for him. And I honestly, I don't see any more debates happening this election season or ever in the future. Um, I just don't see it happening. You know, Trump has made it clear that he didn't have to debate and now everyone's just, just not going to debate. So that's his fault. Um, so some new videos of this guy, Brendan, yeah, Brendan Dilly of the Dilly meme team. He goes by warlord Dilly on Twitter. Um, some, (laughs) I know, right? Like you refer to yourself as Warlord Dilly. That explains it. But um, these videos have surfaced on Twitter and they're they're really bad. Um, so I'm gonna play them for you. So this is who Trump surrounds himself with. So this first video, um, so I hope my audio is better today, guys. I'm sorry I was holding too close to the microphone last week. So this guy is just crazy. Um, and he's a fat little turd of a guy um 
not very scary, but what he's talking about is pretty, pretty awful. So this was, I think it was back in 2020. This was before January 6th, but this video surfaced. Um, I gotta restart it. So you better pray to God, and I mean this literally, or whoever the fuck it is you pray to, okay? That Donald J. Trump, President of the United States, and Attorney General Barr clean this up lawfully. Because if for any reason the President of the United States feels that it's not getting done the way it should, and decides to put out the tweet that says, my fellow Americans, my fellow 2A loving Americans, it's time to take up arms against these assholes. You are all fucked in under an hour. Under one hour, you're done. Every one of you. We're all just at home, hanging out, or we're on vacation like me right now, watching you idiots behave the way you do, waiting for that one tweet, that one emergency text message, from the fucking president of the United States that gives us the green light to finish this entire thing in under an hour. It will not be law enforcement. It will not be one of these slow bureaucratic justice system wheels of justice turning. It'll be a group of people you didn't even know fucking existed because we were at our houses. We got off work. We were with our families, but we were ready for that call. And if that call ever does come, you will be fucked seven ways from Sunday. So you better pray to God. <laughs> okay, so wow, <laughs> right? Um, so basically, he's saying that there's gonna, there was supposed to be this emergency text tweet from Trump, and then all of the MAGA people were just gonna like grab their ARs and go where to like their state capitals and just start shooting people, like. <laughs> First of all, we can't even get the majority of this country off their asses to go freaking fill out a ballot at a at a voting booth. Like most people won't even go outside on a nice day because there's too much good stuff on Netflix to watch. Like we can't even get people to cook their own food because they'd rather drive through McDonald's. And you think that these people are going to go pick up their guns and just go start shooting random Democrats? Like get out of here. Um, but the fact that he's calling for this and saying that this is going to happen is quite freaking disturbing. Um, I don't like the Democrats, but I'm not about to go like grab my firearms and start shooting people up like that's not how we do stuff here um granted it may come to that but just crazy just craziness this and this guy's just a nut job um so in now the a recent video that just surfaced is now he's attacking taylor swift again i'm not a tay tay fan like if I hear her music in the grocery store, yes, I, you know, bebop along, you know, it's got a good beat, but I'm not like downloading her music and going to her concerts. But the fact that MAGA is so obsessed with her is just weird. But listen to this video. This is crazy too. Hold on. This guy's just crazy. I gotta start this over. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be straight up blunt with you. As long as Taylor Swift remains, we'll call it a free agent, we will behave a certain way. The second she makes the other the wrong choice, it is absolutely incumbent upon us to punish that bitch for doing that. Wow. So now, now MAGA or this Dilly guy is calling MAGA to go punish Taylor Swift because she doesn't vote a certain way. Like this guy's got some anger problems. He's got some major anger problems. And who is watching this stuff? Like, who is watching this guy, like, shaking their head like, yeah, you're right, warlord Dilly. You know, we need to go get Taylor Swift. Like, come on, people. This is just stupid. But this this is who Trump surrounds himself with. He is part of MAGA, and he's one of Trump's Trump's homeboys, I guess. You know, this, it's, this type of rhetoric is insane. So apparently the new motto of MAGA is vote Trump or we will terrorize and destroy you. The MAGA team has threatened and doxxed DeSantis supporters for months and nothing was done about it. We know my friends on Twitter were doxxed by MAGA people. Their lives were threatened. Their houses were stalked. Um, their jobs were called and harassed um, just because we decided to support DeSantis instead of Donald Trump. Um, we have tried taking action against this and no one will listen to us. Um, 
But they, MAGA has literally turned into terrorists. So this is just another reason I will never support Trump or any of his cronies. Like, just know the way you guys are conducting business is vile. It's vile. Um, all right. Uh, the Blaze, uh, the Blaze Network, which, good gracious, everyone's just fallen from grace here. Um, I used to be a big fan of the Blaze. Um, I, I'm only a fan of the Steve Dace show and uh, Daniel Horowitz on the Blaze now because everyone else is just a bunch of sellout <sighs> retards. I'm sorry. I keep saying that word today. I know people get offended, but I'm sorry. It's just the perfect word and I like to use it. So get over it. All right. So the Blaze came out with an article and the headline says, sure, the left has Taylor Swift, but we have cat turd. Yeah, you heard me right. Cat turd. Um, so if you don't know who Cat Turd is, he is this backcountry redneck. And don't get me wrong, I'm surrounded by backcountry rednecks. And these are my people. I love them. But this guy is a total, complete freaking schmuck. Um, he has zero relevancy outside of Twitter. And also his name is Cat Turd. Like, really, this is who you want to be the face of your movement as a guy named fucking Cat Turd? Good God. Um, so Matt Walsh said, we have reached catastrophic levels of self-delusion on the right. And he is 100% correct. This is just embarrassing. Um, the right with Trump as their dear leader does not care about winning or this country. It, it's just all about making money and firing up the MAGA base. And they never actually accomplish a damn thing. Um, we are going to lose so bad in November. So I hope I hope you're all ready. Hope you're all ready. Um, I don't know how long I've been going. I didn't know what time I started this. Um, but I want to talk about two more quick things before I wrap things up here. I have this whole, maybe I'll talk about this next time in more depth. Um, but Matt Walsh has obtained internal footage of senior officials at the FFA's Flight Program Operations Division, which is responsible for all as aspects of aircraft operations, workshopping a plan to reduce the number of white males in aviation. Um, so they, they're saying these people um, in the FFA the chief operating officer, Angela McCullough, says more workers need to go from ramp to cockpit, meaning she wants to see more baggage handlers become airline pilots. Um, so there's all these videos of the meetings. I'm not going to play them for you. But as the meeting goes on, McCullough declares that it's important to get a little uncomfortable. She complains that flight operations is a white male dominate is white male dominated and tells the manager managers they need to talk about what the future could look like. Um, in response, David Riggins, the FFA's vice president of flight program operations, says, that's great. Honestly, those are some words that we really need to spend more time digging through and thinking about. <laughs> this footage, which is from April of 2022, is a sign of a much larger problem. Over the past few weeks, I've heard several members of the aviation industry who tell me that the DEI is endangering the public and distracting them from their work. Yeah, this DEI nonsense, people are going to die. People are going to die. Um, so a second source, he says, a pilot I've, he's confirmed that works at Delta, says that Delta has recently promoted a trans-identifying pilot who repeatedly received bad reviews from captains. According to the source, this pilot would likely not have survived probation if he wasn't trans. Um, the source also notes that Delta routinely makes exceptions for trans-identifying pilots concerning grooming and behavioral standards. Internally, Delta has even published a lengthy guide for pilots who believe they were born in the wrong body. This industry-wide embrace of overt mental illness uh, um, afflicts every aspect of aviation. Another source told him that his job is to design advanced military systems, but he's constantly sidetracked by DEI proposals like gender-inclusive seatbelts. What is a gender-inclusive seatbelt? There's no male or female seatbelts to begin with. So what is a gender-inclusive seatbelt, and why do we give a shit? All right, anyways. Several sources have also sent me documentation about one of the FFA's largest programs called EFAST, which prioritizes 
Indian tribal-owned corporations, and socially and economically disadvantaged businesses for billions of dollars in critical grant funding. FFA's Master Order Agreement for EFAST states that certain FFA contracts for dollar amounts between $10,000 and $150,000 are automatically reserved exclusively for socially and economically disadvantaged businesses. So it's only a matter of time until this combination of incompetence and anti-white discrimination leads to a major air disaster. The aviation industry needs uh, needs a completely new mandate, one that's focused solely on safety before a lot of people die. Um, so Matt is a hundred percent right here. Um, there's there was just this past week two jet blue planes crashed um, on the tarmac. No one was hurt, thank God. Um, there was another plane just a couple weeks ago where the wheel literally fell off. The wheel fell off. And then it was the Alaskan flight where the door blew off. Um, just this kind of stuff just keeps happening and happening and happening. Um, when we're putting people's gender identity over their actual skills on who can get the job, we're in big trouble. And these people are flying humans over the earth. And I'm sorry, like I'm not flying anytime soon. I'm just not. Um, I know I should let things scare me because the Lord tells me not to fear, but I'm also not going to make stupid decisions. Like, And I'm not flying right now. Um, I'm sorry if you have to fly soon and I just told you all that information. I don't know. Maybe I don't even know if there's a way we can look up and see who the pilot of our flight is, because at this point, I want it to be a white male because I want to live. Um, it's just madness. It's madness. Um, all right. So that's it for the news. I did want to talk to you. Whoop, dropping stuff. I didn't want to talk to you guys. We're doing I'm doing. Um a two week prayer and fast with my church. Um, so I have, um, I kind of debated back and forth on what I wanted to give up. Most people give up some indulgence like chocolate or, you know, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. It's something that resonates with you. And I honestly have been thinking about deleting my messenger, my Facebook messenger for a while. Um, not because I don't like to hear from my friends, the, my, the people that actually know me in real life. Um, I love talking to, and you know who you are, like my friend Ronnie and, you know, my close friends, but I get stupid messages from people. Like I had this girl, this was like a week ago. Um, I, my girlfriend makes, uh, beef tallow, like face cream. And I know her, I know her cows. I know how she farms. It's organic grass fed. She uses her fragrance is 100% clean essential oils. Well, I posted a picture of, I just bought four of the jars from her and I posted it on Facebook. And this girl just comes at me and says, I, I used to like following you and looking at your content, but now that you've posted beef tail that has fragrance in it, I just can't trust you. And then she goes on this whole tirade about how fragrance is bad for, for me. Um, and then basically like, how dare I? First of all, fuck off. Second of all, maybe ask some questions about the tallow, the farm, and the ingredients before you decide to give me a lesson on fragrance, which I'm very well versed on how bad fragrance is. Thank you very much, crazy lady. But it's just stuff like that. Like, I don't need that. I don't need it. And I'm one of those people that if someone messages me, I'm going to look at the message and I'm going to, I'm going to message you back or I'm going to delete you or I'm going to block you. But I just can't like ignore stuff like that. I, that's a, that's a me problem. I take full responsibility for that. Um, I don't like the little notifications on my phone, so I have to make them go away. You people with your like 10,000 emails. Oh, good gracious. I don't know how you do it, but it's stuff like that. Like I don't, I don't need that in my life. So I, I wanted to delete Messenger anyway. So for my fast for two weeks, I have deleted Messenger, Facebook, and Instagram because I truly just don't even like Facebook and Instagram because it's just a bunch of bitching and moaning. And I like pictures of people's kids and families and dogs and stuff. Um, but it's just a bunch of MLMers on there just posting stupid questions um, to get their engagement up and then trying to sell you stuff. And I'm just, I'm over it. Like I'm over that and I'm over people. So I may not, um, 
install the I you know I don't know. We'll see we'll see after the 2 weeks. But it's been really really nice. Um so that's been my fast and you know, you do get in the scroll hole and you get on Facebook and you start scrolling and you're just like angry and annoyed. And at least that's me. (laughs) So I have deleted all those for two weeks. So I'm sorry if you've been messaging me on Facebook or Instagram, not there. Um, Still up in the air, whether I'm going to bring it back or not, but I am over on Twitter because that is a whole different ballgame over there. Um, I prefer that so much more over Facebook and Instagram. Um, So anyways, that does it for my ranting for this weekend. I do want to give a shout out to Shellshock CBD. Um, They have a promo going on, which I should have brought up so I could read it to you. Um, They have a Valentine's Day promo going on where you can get the CBD lube. Um, It is Valentine's Day. And the Delta 8 chocolate. There's a deal on that. And then they have some, um, what is it? The Eclipse is coming up. They have some Eclipse uh, bundles as well. You can go check out and then use code JNorman for a discount. Um, If you have trouble sleeping or just trouble with stress and anxiety or you need some energy without the jitters or you want the most luxurious uh, bath you've ever like had in your life, um, they have all that stuff. And if you need any recommendations, I can hook you up. Um, also LZ tactical firearm concepts, go take one of my friend Lance's classes because you're going to need how you're going to need to know how to use your firearm shortly. Cause I feel like we're ramping up quickly in that direction, unfortunately. And then I do want to give a shout out to this new podcast that I've been listening to. It's called the berm pit B E R M pit podcast they're on rumble they uh, show drops every monday they were just on john burke's show this past week and i was listening to them and you want some straight up in your face truth about what's going on in this country these two guys will rock your world like i kept like having to rewind it and tell my i'm like i'm like brian you gotta listen to this you got to and one of the guys is a marine so i know my husband would would uh they they think alike um but the Berm Pit Podcast drops every Monday on Rumble. Go check them out. So, all right, enough of my rambling for today. I got a bulldog snoring, cutting uh, cutting wood right next to me. And they are ready to go outside and enjoy this beautiful weather we're having here in upstate New York. And then we have a big dinner later for my parents' 45th wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary, mom and dad. And other than that, I will see you guys next week. And um, until next time, this is The Next Generation.